0: Have you ever been a stranger to
1: yourself? Many, many times. Nearly
0: two decades ago, Commander Data sacrificed his life for me. These past few years, I really tried to belong here. But it never truly felt like home.
1: Do you know who I am? Everything inside of me says that I'm safe with you.
0: Admiral, I have encountered a woman. She came to me for help. If she is who I think she is, she's in serious danger.
1: Sometimes I worry that you have forgotten who you are. We do not. You can't do it alone. You need help.
2: You need protection. You need a crew. Be the captain they remember. Welcome to the Strange Harbors Podcast, a weekly discussion of all things film and television. My name is Jeff Zhang, and today I'm joined by
0: Amir Ture
2: and Derek Wong. So on this week's episode, we'll be discussing the new web television series currently streaming on CBS All Access, Star Trek Picard. I think this week's going to be pretty interesting as a discussion, since I believe that we are all of uh, differing levels of star trek fandom uh, am i right in saying that absolutely <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what's everyone's familiarity level with star trek
1: i guess i'll start because i feel like i'm probably the most uh, neophyte when it comes to star trek okay my only knowledge of star trek really is last couple years with the jj J. abrams 2009 reboot of the movie series Okay, the J.J. J. Abrams trilogy. Yeah, the, I don't want to call it the J.J. J. Abrams trilogy <laughs> just because he, he, he didn't direct <laughs> the last one. He didn't direct yeah. the last one, and yeah. But that's really it. You know, I was thinking back, like, have I ever seen The Next Generation? And I think, like, when I was a kid, I watched, like, maybe a very small handful of episodes, like, on rerun when I had nothing else to watch. I think that
2: happened with me, too, where when I was a little kid, I would watch it, but I would have no idea what was going on. Because it's, like, mm-hmm. one episode here, one episode there. It was only until later that I like
1: watched all of it, oh, okay, and I would say the same thing with voyager like i I do remember seeing episodes of Voyager as a kid, but mm-hmm. not ever watching like a full season of it or really yeah, ever, yeah, yeah. A really comprehending the overarching story. What about you Amir
0: i mean uh, uh similarly, I watched next Generation Voyager kind of as a kid catching it uh here and there. I think I've seen. Bits and pieces of every Star Trek television show, except for maybe Enterprise. Okay. I've definitely seen the original series. I've seen Next Gen. I've seen Deep Space Nine. I've seen Voyager. I've seen Discovery. Um, not all of any of them, but, you know, a bunch of all of them. Okay. I've seen many of the movies. The original Star Trek The Movie, Wrath of Khan, uh, Search for Spock like nemesis and all the next gen movies as well um, the new jj abrams ones plus the third non-jj abrams one right pretty wide varying star trek uh cinematic experience plus i played some of the games too
2: oh wow some of the games
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> oh wow. i didn't know that i'm probably the most versed in star trek i wasn't expecting that i thought amir you would have seen like all of some of these shows
0: No, it's always been for me, like, bits and pieces here and there. Yeah, so I think you actually might take the lead here with your completionist uh, attitude.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd probably say that I'm a casual fan of Star Trek. I've watched only some of the original series, but I've watched most of the Next Generation. I think I've seen all of Deep Space Nine, but like both of you, I've only dabbled a little bit of Voyager, and I never really bothered with Enterprise. And also, I think the most recent of any of my TV Star Trek experience, excluding Discovery and this show, Picard, is at least like a, a decade old. So like, I probably like rewatched The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine over like 10 years ago. Really? It's been that long? Yeah, yeah it's been a long time. But I've probably seen all the movies, I want to say, including the... The new track. Have you seen all the trilogy. all the original series movies as well? Yeah, I've seen all the original series. Nice, good on you, man. I'm impressed. Yeah, I think there's this big divide within the fandom between like fans of traditional Star Trek, and I think that would include like the original series, uh, the Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, and Enterprise, and like, the newer stuff, which includes, like, the J.J. Abrams movies, and then, like, Discovery and Picard. I don't know if you guys have been following, but I think a lot of fans of, like, the original series are not big fans of the the new Star Trek stuff.
1: You're saying that there's a little bit of a divide between, I guess, pre-J.J., post-J.J. Yeah,
2: exactly. Right, right, right.
1: I don't know if I follow along just because I don't know a lot of Star Trek fans like I don't have anyone to talk to this stuff about like I, you know all my yeah, friends yeah, are more yeah. Star Wars fan. I don't want to Star bring Wars this up. fan I, yeah. I don't want to bring this up during a Star Trek <laughs> episode but, Yeah I mean like most of my friends you know we talk about Star Wars they don't talk about Star Trek I don't
0: know I think for me you've got to take each work kind of on its own I think the JJ J movies a thing apart from the rest of Star Trek, probably, even though they tied them into the continuity, they feel different in a way that I think even Discovery does
2: not. Right. I think both Discovery and Picard try to, like, split the difference
0: a little bit. Yeah, somewhat successfully, yeah.
2: I kind of don't like when people are like, you're not a real Star Trek fan if you like the new J.J. Abrams movies. Like, I like both they're different. They're different feelings, you know? And yeah. I can appreciate both. I think the older series and the older movies, they have more of that Starfleet going into the unknown exploration feeling. But like the newer stuff has more of like that sci-fi action, right?
0: Yeah, I think that you miss something if you're not getting the Star Trek exploration like because I think I think the original series had an ideological premise, right? Like, right. the Federation is a post-scarcity, post-money, post-capitalism
2: society Right, I do want to get into in that a which, little bit. I, I do. Right, in, yeah. in,
0: in, in which all nations are united into, like, giant United Nations thing called the Federation. Multiple species are united into it. And, you know, the show proactively tackles, let's just say, a leftist perspective, right?
2: It's
1: a very liberal show.
0: And, like, intentionally so. I think the new movies miss that by just being kind of like fun sci-fi movies.
1: I remember, I think, when JJ made his two films, a lot of the commentary around those two films was that he basically made a Star Wars movie, right? Within Star Trek. Yeah, yeah with, absolutely. Star Trek. Absolutely, yeah, which makes
0: yeah. the result of his Star Wars movies even the
1: sadder. <laughs> I do love that 2009 Star Trek. I'm not as high on into the darkness, you know, the sequel, but I do love that 2009 Star Trek movie.
0: It's a lot
1: of fun. Yeah, it is fun. It's a lot of
0: fun. I like it as well.
1: All right. I mean, should we get into a little bit of
2: Star Trek Picard? I mean, I know you guys have recently finished watching it. I've been watching since the premiere, so I'm watching week to week. I think you guys both binged it uh, the last couple of days. So I'm curious to see what your thoughts
1: are and like how confused Derek is. <laughs> so, I, Actually, I do have a question. Does this tie at all into Discovery? Not as far as I can tell. Not
2: really. I mean, it's the same continuity, obviously. Is it two um, different timelines? Is it like do they just... No, it's the two same different... timeline.
1: Oh, so they're just in two different parts of space or whatever. Uh, oh, no.
2: Okay, well, Discovery takes place before the original series. Oh. Yeah. So it is
1: two different timelines. Yes,
2: it's two different time periods yes. of the same Oh, okay, time sorry. T- yeah, time, yes. time periods. Yeah. Sorry, time, time, time yeah. periods, yes. Yeah, yeah
1: correct. Gotta be careful uh, with
0: the word timeline. Sorry,
1: yes, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not gonna like have to watch both of these to get no, a not full understanding. no, 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 okay. no. It's not
2: like that now. And really, you don't have to know that much about the next generation either. I mean, obviously, you'll be missing a few things here and there, but I don't think there's anything that's really crucial to the understanding of this show. I mean, you'd be probably missing like some nuance here and there, right? But
1: Then let's get into it. So I think the big, one of the big reveals in the very, I think it was the very first episode, was that she is on this Borg ship, right? That Soji's character is on this giant cube. Yeah. And I was very confused after that first episode, just because I think the way it was shot and the kind of the swelling of the music made me realize, okay, I'm supposed to know what this is or this supposed to be some kind of awe factor to this mm-hmm. but i didn't get that right because i don't know anything about star trek okay and i felt like there was a lot of that throughout this okay whole i think season it was so uh, you're
2: not wrong because that was supposed to be like a big oh shit moment where it's like the reveal of the borg cube mm-hmm. um I don't know, Amir, do you want to explain what the Borg are to Derek? um,
1: (laughs) I kind of understand they're like, uh, you know what? I'm going to try to explain it and then you tell me if I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay, so they are like a race of robots or whatever that assimilate other races. Am I understanding that? Like they take yeah. over. They're like a, a parasite that take over another host body. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's they're pretty like, much yeah. Okay, <laughs> they're like a
0: mechanical, like a, yeah, like a robot parasite. Because so like, I know but, this yeah, talks about it. like
1: how Picard was at one point assimilated we meet the character of or we don't meet the character i meet the character of seven of nine <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. right, right. <laughs> the and first time ever for me yeah you know I, I did some research afterwards i was very surprised to find out that she wasn't on the original the next generation show am i correct to No, she was on Voyager. She was on Voyager. Mm -hmm. Yes, I was like, I recognize... Oh, actually, no. I said I've watched Voyager, so I've met this character before. absolutely didn't remember that it was not the next generation she was on, and it was Voyager. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting bits and pieces that I think I'm following, but at the same time, there's a lot of moments where I'm just... Am I supposed to know this bit of information, or am I supposed to know who this person is?
2: I had that a lot, too, so you're not alone. Okay. So, like, the character of Raffi, I'm like... Am I supposed to know who she is? Is she some random character from like one episode of the Next Generation? That
1: oh, so she I wasn't on the Next remember? Generation. No,
2: no, she wasn't.
1: Oh wow, so she's yeah, she's a, really a new is. character. So like, oh, wow. I think a lot of
2: these characters are new characters. A lot of them are just, new. yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot yes. of these characters are new.
1: Of course, I guess Rios' character is pretty new. I'm guessing Agnes' yeah. character is really new. So, of course, Soji's really new. The main cast is yeah. new. I
0: mean, I, th- I think oh, okay. they're keeping the. I think they're keeping the cameos to cameos. Yeah, I mean, I think you can just watch the show straight up and be fine. I don't think these callbacks are necessarily integral to understanding the show. I think you can watch the show straight up and, and get it.
2: Even, like, you would think the Romulan couple that Picard has on his estate, they're, like, older characters, but they're not either. They're just refugees from yeah, yeah the Romulan evacuation or whatever. But let's talk about that for a while, because I think that's pretty interesting. Like, a pretty interesting plot point right
1: you have to explain this to me then because my only understanding of romulan is from the 2009 movie where they're the enemies of that movie weren't they weren't they romulans yes well at, i mean the, the the
2: villain is a romulan right um nero yeah or that that or whole crew was romulans right yeah
1: yeah so, so like to go from that me, to like yeah
2: <laughs> yeah so it actually took me a while to like there's like this cognitive dissonance where i don't associate the J.J. Abrams movies with all of this, like The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Picard, all that stuff. But they are the same universe, right? So that Romulan evacuation is from the movie. Did you guys realize this? I did like that
0: that's what they were going for, that it was supposed to be the J.J. Abrams movie. Uh,
1: yeah, because that's, that's the, the... Right. When the Romulan when destroyed, Romulus
2: is destroyed, the evacuation they're doing is the one from Um, it's the the same event as the one from the 2009 movie and i didn't get that for a while
1: and then nero ship is the one that travels back in time yeah
2: (laughs) exactly so i was like oh this is oh romulus was destroyed in this universe too but it's the same universe you know so i was like i'm a fucking idiot that's what i thought when like obviously it's the same right that is how i feel Uh, right (laughs) You gave me a lot of new information. (laughs) But I thought what they did with Patrick Stewart and uh, the Picard character was really great because he was participating in the evacuation of Romulus, right? And then a synth attack destroys the evacuation fleet and then Starfleet abandons the evacuation effort. And then Mm -hmm. he resigns out of, like, protest of Starfleet's actions or whatever. And it's, it's an interesting development. I I kind of like it.
0: It's really cool. It's really yeah. Cool. And, uh, yeah, I, I really like that uh, he, yeah, he fails there. And um, I think it's interesting what they did there with that.
1: So fill in some gaps for me here, then. <laughs> what is the last thing we've actually seen Picard do? Do the movies take place after the series ends? Or is the last thing you see the end of that series i guess is my question first contact is the movie with the borg
2: but data doesn't die in it okay um he's captured by the borg queen so i'm like getting first contact and nemesis confused so data gives his life to kill shinzon who's tom hardy's character in nemesis
1: is that the last movie
2: yes it's the last movie
1: oh okay for picard yeah so all of this talk about the Romulan evacuation and everything and uh, is technically we haven't seen any of that on screen, right? Right. We only see
2: the synth attack on Mars. Which is very cool, by the way, where all the synths Incredibly are not cool. functioning. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So I, I guess like in, in that in that sense everyone's kind of on even keel, right? This is all technically new information for yes
0: yeah and i think they did a good job of like setting it you know 14 years past these pivotal events and then backfilling all of this stuff and kind of Mm -hmm. you know filling it in and i really like that approach as opposed to the approach they've taken so often which is to set stuff in the past and then has you worrying about like oh is this going to contradict something in the future or whatever like i think that's really stupid i like that they finally put something in the future
2: i mean discovery was like that but then they changed it in the end right Did you finish Discovery, Amir? They didn't. Tell me. Okay, so they go into the far future with the Spore Drive. So the whole thing with Discovery is that they have like this experimental Spore Drive that never showed up in any of the other Star Trek shows. And then Discovery is supposed to take place before then, so you're like, how come we've never seen this technology ever in any of this stuff? But they cleverly kind of retconned it i don't know if they did it on the fly because people were complaining about it or it was a genuine thing that they always had planned um but in the end the ship travels into the far future i think it's like a couple hundred years after the latest point of star trek we've ever seen so they're like in the far far future so it's interesting i'm excited to see where that show goes too so
0: when did they end up jumping into the future
2: it was the season finale of season two. Of two. So it was oh, literally really cool. the last two, the, the last, last thing, thing that they see? did. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. awesome, actually. See, that makes me so much want to go back and watch that show now. Yeah. So I you're not like. I just hated the prequel oh, thing. I really just yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. like it. It just turned me off from the beginning. And there were there were really cool elements to that show, but I just didn't like the prequel thing. It really rubbed me the wrong way. And I think it's really cool to go into the future. I'm, I'm kind of psyched about that. Um,
2: yeah. It's super cool. And then one thing with Picard is, like, I kind of like the way they retcon some stuff, too, because, you know, the question with, like, Dodge and Soji, oh, why don't you just activate, like, B4, you know, like, the the Data, not clone, but, like, Data's new body, you know, like, at the end yeah. of Nemesis, they download Data into a new body, or whatever, but then, like, they had Dr. Jurati, who's played by Alison Pill on the show, she's like, oh, well, it turned out that B4 wasn't really... Like much like data at all. Yeah. It was like his yeah. positronic network was lost after the transfer. It was like uh some technical mumbo jumbo, but it was nice that they had him like in pieces and that like, he's yeah, he's not the really Yeah. Trep-
0: no babble there for you. It was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm even been kind of jumping around. Do we like the card? I really like it. Oh
2: uh, okay, I love the character. And I think having Patrick Stewart back as Picard, makes this show, obviously. I think he brings a lot of, like, gravitas and, like, charisma. uh, Yeah. That makes just the show, like, instantly likable, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what um, Discovery somewhat suffered from. Like, Michael Burnham, the protagonist of that show, is, like, a very weird, standoffish, sort of distant character. She's, like, raised by Vulcan. She's got this weird backstory. She's, like, initially a traitor. She's, like, very, like... You know, I don't know, apart from everybody in the cast initially, and then she's also, like, not the captain, which is cool. It's cool to see a Star Trek, like, and have the protagonist not be the captain, but it's just right. very weird and, like, isolating. Whereas, like, having someone, like, having a charismatic lead uh, who's supposed to appeal to people is important. Like, like Picard yeah. does it. Kirk is like that. Chris Pine as the new Kirk is like that. It's important to have like fun, likable characters that people like and want to be around. Um,
2: I think Patrick Stewart as Picard really hides some of the more, I don't want to say glaring, but like more noticeable flaws in this show, where I think the pacing in the first three episodes is very off. I think the first episode is paced very well, but then, yes. like
0: I loved the first one, and then two yeah, wall. and then it
2: really dragged, like two and three. I think they could all yeah. have been combined into like maybe Literally. two episodes instead of three.
1: I actually think two, two, three, and four really dragged for me.
2: Oh, really? I think okay. it picks
1: up in five a little bit. Yeah, further. I thought five picked up a lot. Five is like the first instance where you actually see them now working as a crew. I feel uh-huh. like versus two, three, and four were just like. Episode 2, I want to get this person. Episode 3, I'm going to go... This person's on my team now. Episode 4, you know what I mean? Like, it was just this kind of cycle of... Like, I need to build the crew. And then now mm-hmm. we can go do this mission. It's like gang- yeah. getting the gang together. Getting the gang yeah. back together again.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I see, I'll disagree with you on 4. I liked 4 a lot. I thought the... I thought the Shaltiar or whatever, the Romulan secret. Uh, secret uh, the, the, the Tal Shiar. Attack. Yeah. The Tal Shiar, yes. Thank you. The Tal Shiar attack on Picard's estate was awesome. I thought that was yeah. super cool. I really liked that.
1: Um, I really like the action in this show. Like, I think it's each really episode good. It's way better yeah. than previous Star Trek Yeah. I think yeah. each episode has like pretty good action sequences. Like the first episode when she dodged like goals full Jason Bourne on those guys, like I thought that was pretty <laughs> awesome. Very cool. And like I think each episode has good action. Like it just seems really formulaic to me right now, right? Each episode has a lot of talk and then has this action sequence. I, I was getting a little bit tired of it by episode five and Episode five kind of does the same thing, but at least it was more like I, I don't know, being on that casino planet or whatever you want to call it was actually really fun to me.
0: It takes a fun turn. And I yeah. like the thing about Star Trek is that it's like, you know, episodic, not serialized television, right? So you could just like drop in and like watch an episode, which is not what this show is like. Yeah. It's definitely very different from previous Star Trek with that. And it's yet to be seen if that's a good thing. Like, like I don't know, it's taking a page from like the, I don't know, modern prestige TV or whatever. You know, your show is just like a long-ass 80-hour fucking movie. And (laughs) I don't know if that's what Star Trek has to be. I mean, I like the show a lot. It's a lot of fun. But I I do also miss the episodic, just like random alien of the week, concept of the week type episodes.
2: But like this series does have a little bit of that. I think there's like an overarching storyline, but there's also like little kind of... Uh, Adventure of the Week feel to it, you know, because like every episode's like, oh, getting another member of the crew. Um, I really liked episode four, actually, where he's got like that relationship with Elnor and then he's trying to like recruit him. And then it's like the Romulan refugees with the way of absolute candor, you know, where they speak their minds at all times. It's cool, it's cool stuff.
0: I really um, like that. Yeah, I thought I thought it was cool. Like it's it's it is formulaic, and you know, what Derek is saying, like oh, they're recruiting the like you know warrior kid who's trained all his life. Like yeah, he's, he's like a badass boy, right? or whatever, whatever. Right, right, right. But mm-hmm. it's it's done well. It's cool. Like yeah. it's it's a cool idea, and it's done well. I don't know. You totally buy it. Um, yeah, I don't know. They pull it off.
1: I'm gonna have to fight back a little bit on this because <laughs> I I think for me episode four has been the weakest so far. Not that I don't like that stuff. Like, I always love more backstory, but for me, it felt, like, inconsequential. It, It felt like they could have just picked up this assassin, give me a couple lines, and I would totally still have bought into his character. And that episode particularly felt like a lot of filler to me.
0: So to me, I think that maybe it felt like filler, and, like, I did notice it felt a little repetitious to me, and that they are hammering home the theme of Picard's failure and his, like... I don't know callousness and inability to empathize with people he's left behind and he's coming back after 14 years to a lot of people who feel like he abandoned them and he wasn't there for them um and that doesn't fit with his vision of himself as a man or like our vision of him as like a hero a guy so they do hit that theme again and again
2: but yeah uh, they do hit it again and again and I feel like I felt it the most in episode 4 I feel like the other instances were a little more redundant but like i know like episode four is already like four episodes in but um i like the way they did that in that episode more than the other things that they did with uh picard's guilt i think
1: no i do i do like that that moment in in the episode where he kind of gives that speech to the to the romulans and that's a little bit more personal rather than like what the enterprise person that she was like he was talking to and kind of like berating him for like having this like hubris right Mm -hmm. and
0: just like, an awesome scene, yeah. but I think it carries more weight if you know Star Trek. Maybe you have to kind of know that he's expecting to go in there and get his way because he's this great admiral, and for t- for him to fall flat out of his face is re- it's a really cool it's a really cool reversal. I thought.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess really for me, that. like I I don't know him. I don't know this character, so like I was like, this guy this guy's kind of a dick. Like he's going in <laughs> there like thinking he's like hot shit. And he's gonna get what he wants, and he gets shut down. I'm like, yeah, I, I guess maybe you should get shut down, <laughs> right? Because yeah. I don't know anything about this character. No, I agree. Than, I think yeah. maybe you
0: should get caught, shot down, but I think the show based you into seeing things from his perspective and thinking, oh yeah, he's this great war hero and whatever, whatever legendary admiral, blah blah blah. And uh, it doesn't play out that way. Even even to the point of him having to like announce himself at the desk, like, who are you again? It's like oh, the like, Oh. Okay, welcome back, Admiral. Like <laughs> he's not even like you know a celebrity to the point where people recognize him. Like he's that old and irrelevant now. Um,
2: yeah, which is. Which and I thought it was a was nice cool. touch. Elnor like joins his cause because like it's a lost cause or whatever. That was a nice little reveal at the
1: end. Yeah, it's know?
0: cool. Yeah, it's it's, it's, cool. A, it's a cool. Yeah, that was cool. Trigger for the quest. That's a
2: cool. Like, yeah. Thing.
1: Yeah, I want to talk about something that doesn't really work for me at all in the series so far, and it's, I think, the character of Soji. Yes. What's the Rommelin's name? The one that's with... Eric. Yeah.
0: Which is, like, a real person's name, by the way. That's, like, a real... Human name. It's not like some fucking <laughs> opulent name. That's like a name that people in real life have. I have a friend with that name.
1: So it's really oh. weird to hear that. <laughs> That's kind of yeah, cool. It's like, not like an alien name at all. It's like just like a name people <laughs> have. But it is an alien people people name. Have. No. Yeah, in this world. But it's like the al-
0: an alien named Bob or something. It's funny.
1: <laughs> anyway, whatever. I really hope he has a second in command named Bob later on. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, that storyline doesn't work for me and yeah. it's I not think, working for me either. It's I, I think know, the I weakest link. It
0: sucks. It's yeah. by far the weakest. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The it thing sucks. that doesn't seem to work for me also is that I actually really liked the the Dodge character. Like, you know, this kind of I guess uh, synthetic that doesn't know she's a synthetic that activates and who's just, like kicking ass. And I care about that character until yeah. I like the twist. Agreed I like completely. that they
2: pulled the rug from under you and they killed her off right that was yeah. great
1: that's great and not great because i think that then the show tries to push that agenda onto her sister and make you care about her sister which and i you don't don't i agree yeah. completely
0: i was actually sad when she died i'd only known the character for like 20 minutes they did such a great job of like making you empathize with this person right and then like right. you're sitting with her sister for four episodes and you're like all right you're kind of lame like i don't know i kind of don't care
1: yeah, like, when you hear someone's like, oh, she has a twin, I'm like, I roll my eyes a little bit, thinking like a soap opera, like, really? Like, you're gonna, you're gonna pull the twin twist here? I didn't mind that as much, because, I mean, they are
2: androids, you know? So, like, it kind of does make sense, but, like, the execution is very... But is there, like, a
1: rule of two when it comes to androids? Like, how does that, like, is... You no, know what I mean? but, like,
2: you know, like, Data and, like, B4 and all that stuff, I didn't mind it as much, but it's the execution that really kind of... Bugs me because I think the coolness of the Borg cube is supposed to like carry that section of the storyline. But once that wears off, it's like, all right, you know, like let's get to what's supposed to be happening. Like, I don't buy into like Narek and Soji's relationship at all. I don't really care. I don't really like. The incest vibes with narrative. yes, it's so fucking yes, weird. So
0: fucking weird. So I don't know weird, what's dude. going on don't with like that. Don't like it. <laughs> do not want.
2: Dude. I know. Do not
1: want. <laughs> we got to get some Game of Thrones vibes here, guys. Every every yeah. show now needs oh, some incest. Not, in, not into it. At all. <laughs> very weird. So I I, I want to ask. Yeah, I agree like, completely with you, Derek. You just
0: completely nailed everything there.
1: Yeah, but I, I do want to ask. So uh, one thing that really bothers me, just because I am like very Star Trek adjacent, so I was very confused. Like I, at first, I thought like all the Romulans I was seeing were Vulcans <laughs> because of the whole pointy ear thing. Cause don't Vulcans <laughs> also have pointy ears? They're related. Okay. Uh, Cause it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. like, it's yeah.
0: like a, an elf and a dark elf or something. Think about that way. We're like,
1: okay. So like, yeah, whenever I see <laughs> these like ears, I'm what like, is this <laughs> putting it? Yeah, like yeah, every time we see someone with these ears, I'm like, hey, wait, is it a Vulcan? Wait, oh, these are Romulans. So every time I see someone now, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm guessing most of the people I see with those ears on this show are Romulans. Even like his hel- his helping hands on the farm were Romulans, yes, right? Yeah, and they yeah. Romulans. The two villains are Romulans. So it's like, have we seen a Vulcan? Vulcans, I don't we think seen we've Vulcans. seen a Vulcan. We have. Is seen is, com- is is
0: com- a O is a Vulcan?
1: Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, that's right. That's right.
0: Because she couldn't be a Romulan. Yeah, she can't be like a leading Federation. Officer and be openly Romulan, right? So, right, yeah, she's a Vulcan. I don't know if we've seen any other. I think literally everybody else has been a Romulan, as far as I can tell.
2: Yeah, um, I think Romulans used to be a little more distinct with the like little forehead ridges, they were, yeah, they but then they got kind of the Klingon, of that, so
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was say because like the they look like a hybrid of Klingon and, and Vulcan to me. <laughs>
0: They got Discovery Klingon or like maybe like Reverse Enterprise Klingon where they didn't used to have forehead ridges and now they're remember like the original series uh Klingons were just like dudes in blackface or whatever the fuck. (laughs) That's true. Asian (laughs) face or whatever. Like they didn't have the forehead ridges or whatever, they were just like dudes. They're like, I don't know, some kind of like space Mongolians or some shit. And like <laughs> 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 Um And then they developed the forehead ridges and then they changed them again in Discovery. And a giant mess. But yeah, it's something similar. The forehead. It's <laughs> not something
2: that I actually needed to be explained, but like I feel like Star Trek hardcore fans are very they need everything to be buttoned up, so it's gotta be like explained away somehow, and then, like, it got so convoluted. It's fine. They didn't have the budget, you know, back then, and then, with the next generation, they decided to have Worf, you know, and he's got, like, four head ridges. It's fine. Just... Ignore yeah, it. They didn't guess, have to but...
0: do. Yeah, they went with like a weird virus explanation or something. Yeah, been like,
2: super weird.
0: Yeah, they could have just been like, oh yeah, those Klingons, like, I don't know, they didn't have ridges for some reason, whatever. Like, it is what it is. Like, there, there were a different ethnicity of Klingon that doesn't have the ridges, right?
2: <laughs> um... I don't know.
0: Not everyone's kinky hair on Earth. Like, I, I don't know. You didn't have to do what you did there. But whatever, it's fine.
2: Yeah. Something else that I found kind of distracting was that. The crime boss in episode five looked exactly like. So much I was like, what the fuck? Oh my god, yeah. That definitely,
0: like, I was like, is this supposed to be her? Like, am I missing something? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Tarek, you're probably. Actually, I I
1: think I know what you're talking about because, like I said, I've seen episodes of Next Generation. She's the woman that falls in love with number two, right? Yes. Yes. with Riker, yes. Yes. So I was like. I actually thought that was her. I didn't even number look number one, it. yeah. Number number, number one. one or whatever his name I don't yeah, I don't know. Um but yeah, I recognized the the character you guys are talking about and I thought that was the crime boss. I was like, Oh that I guess that was maybe what happened to her character after but then I guess Picard would have recognized her too and, and uh, Yeah, it was it was definitely
0: weird. It definitely threw me the same way. I was like,
1: Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um that was definitely very weird. Um uh, but in terms of Characters actually coming back. Really good to see Jerry Ryan back at seven of nine.
2: I yeah, think she, she looks I think good. She
0: kills it. She looks great. Um did you know she also well, her husband also kind of is the reason Obama was president, low key. Wait, what? You guys know about this?
1: <laughs> no, let's uh, this? let's let's get Dude, into this. this. <laughs>
0: Alright. So Jerry Ryan's husband, Jack Ryan, was uh I believe he's running for uh, Senate in Illinois or whatever. And um, and it came out right before the.
1: Um, they made election. that new Amazon Prime series about him, right? That's a bad joke. Very Sorry, good. that's I a know, bad joke. Yeah, that's what <laughs> said, right. No, so he was like,
0: a, I guess he was running for uh, the positions in the Illinois Senate that uh, Barack Obama was going for, and at the last minute, um, it became public that he was like trying to get his wife, Jerry Ryan, to, like,
2: go to, like, swinger
0: clubs. He was into, like, fetish shit. And, like, this all came out right before the election. So uh, he had to drop out. And so because he dropped out, they put in somebody who had, like, no chance of winning against Obama. Obama crushes the guy, goes on to the Senate, and then goes on to the presidency.
1: Oh. So
0: um, she's, like, indirectly connected inadvertently to uh, Barack Obama being president.
1: That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, really weird.
2: Or butterfly or, effect or, or, shit. Or if exception. you go back in <laughs> time and change a little something, then Barack Obama's never president. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's pretty crazy. I think it's Bobby Rush who uh, ended up subbing for Jack Ryan. I think that's the story. Anyway, yeah. That's, that's totally random. cool. But yeah, it's great to see her back. Um, really, really Great cool. to see Brent
2: Spiner back as uh, as Data, yeah.
0: As yeah uh, as Guilty Hallucination Data in the first episode. Yeah, I I Guilty Hallucination
2: was cool. Data. Um, he looks I'm good waiting. in that makeup. I mean, he's obviously great. aged, but yeah, yeah he's obviously great. aged, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: It looks great, yeah. man. Um, yeah. yeah, it's really cool seeing uh, seeing all these people back. It's it's awesome.
1: I'm just waiting for the Lavar Burton, um, right? Video. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> yeah. Really cool. I hope they do it, it, it at some point.
0: I hope they really do bring all those people back at
1: some point. It would just be really cool. I yeah.
0: mean, yeah. I don't know. Like, you can go a long way on nostalgia and charisma, and this show definitely has that
1: space. Either you get the feeling that we're we're on this Borg ship because either. They're the real main threat of the season, or they're going to be season two's threat. Like, I, I get I don't that know, feeling. Actually. I get that feeling. Uh, I done the that
2: Borg seem like a very inert kind of threat at this point. I feel like the Borg have been like way overdone. Maybe I don't know.
1: I feel like this is some like Doctor Who shit where like you just got to bring back like the classics. Sometimes the classics. you know
2: maybe yeah you got to bring yeah, back it has been know, a while you got
1: to bring back the Daleks or the you know uh-oh. so.
0: I mean, the protagonist, or not the protagonist, but I guess, I don't know, the two MacGuffin characters are androids, right? So maybe there's some android-borg connection there or something. I don't know.
2: Um, yeah, because, yeah. like, we don't know the origins of, like, the synth attack or anything like that. Um, so we don't know. Um, maybe it's a giant Tal Shiar plot. Who knows?
0: <laughs> One random thing. This is a really, like, violent show for Star Trek. Like, Yeah. The synth attack
2: is brutal.
0: And, like, uh, yeah. Yeah, so the fighting is actually always, I guess we already talked about how good the fighting is. But, yeah, it's really a step up for most tracks. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, the
2: phaser blasts are usually pretty, like, sanitized on Star Trek or whatever. But, like, there's, like, a lot of blood and stuff when people get shot. It's crazy. Yeah.
1: Am I imagining um, this? Didn't they say the word fuck in one of the episodes? Uh,
2: they might have. They I do have the freedom don't to. I think
0: so. But maybe you could be right. I don't remember it. If they, if they said it, it didn't stick out.
1: Oh, well, it stuck out with me because I remember hearing cuss word, and I was like, "Whoa, okay, that's different, right?" I I imagine no other Star Trek series or movie has seen words like that. I swear. I it mean, was. this
2: this has the benefit
1: of not being
2: on TV. Yeah, so that I think gives them a little more leeway to do what they want. And also, I want to mention like CBS All Access. Like, they're kind of killing it. Their stuff is routinely pretty talked about on like social media and stuff it's like one of those streaming services like wow there's no way this is going to be successful but That's what I all their shows people talk about like star trek discovery picard the good fight everyone talks about them so like
1: do you watch on on twilight own, i guess
2: the twilight zone i did not like but a lot of people watched it i think it's okay. been renewed already so like they're obviously doing something right i mean people are I guess, shelling out for the service, so...
1: At this point, I guess they're doing more right than Disney Plus. (laughs) I just feel like Disney Plus has been a disappointment for me.
2: I see it as more of an investment for for my kid. (laughs) Uh, I think he's really going to like it. And all the Marvel (laughs) stuff that's coming next year. Yeah. Um,
0: There's a lot of potential there, I guess. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But going back to Star Trek, I mean, like, what's... I know, Derek, you... Probably can't say as much, but, like, Amir, like, what's your ranking of the Star Trek shows? <laughs>
0: Ooh. Um...
1: Wait, I can say this. This is my number one, because I haven't <laughs> seen any <laughs> others. this. <laughs> you haven't seen any of them. Nice. Very easy. That was easy um, for me. All right. Amir, go.
0: <laughs> I think... Okay. Um... DS9 and TNG are probably a very close one, too. I like Next yes. Generation a lot. Um... I think then it's original series, Voyager. Um,
2: I think that's right, and then and Enterprise. Then, I hear bad things about. I've never watched yeah, it. And then there's so. Enterprise kind of at the
0: bottom, and then so then the yeah. question is, I guess, where does this slot in, right?
2: Yeah. So and far, Discovery. it's pretty damn good. It's um, pretty damn good. It's hard to tell.
0: I think this is right now for me in the Voyager range, like maybe a little better than Voyagers because the only a couple episodes and they've all been pretty fun. Like, this is Voyager yeah. range, good. You know, not as good as the original, but not as...
2: Yeah, it's very hard to compare because these days it's like, you're doing 10 high production value episodes of like a serialized story. Right, um, yeah. But then you're talking about like The Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, it's like 25 episodes, episodes a season. Yeah. yeah, over like 7 seasons and it's like... You get a lot of clunkers, I think.
0: Yeah, but I guess the flip side is, like, if even some of them are good, you
2: know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: Like, you only need five or ten really good episodes to be like, wow, this is, you know, this whips. Um,
2: I want to say Deep Space Nine is tops for me.
0: Yeah, I think that's a reasonable, pretty, like, mainstream. That doesn't get any pushback from me. I don't think you get a lot of pushback from Star Trek fans. Right. That or Next Generation, I think. I guess some old heads would go with the original series, though. I think that that's hard to argue, I feel like.
2: Yeah. Um, and also, Deep Space Nine is the first one kind of away from like the Roddenberry mandate. I don't know if you guys are familiar with with that.
0: Yeah, why don't you explain that for people? Because that is Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, so I think what it really is has been like combined a lot with myth. So like, there's this nebulous history that isn't particularly clear. But, like, in broad strokes, I think it goes as follows. Like, Star Trek creator Gene Roddenberry had this utopian vision of the future where starting with, I want to say, Star Trek The Next Generation, he insisted on a mandate where there could be no interpersonal conflicts between the main characters on the show. Um, so it was, like, his vision of the future where like, petty squabbles between members of Starfleet would be, like, a thing of the past. Um, But it's kind of funny to note, because the original series was full of, like, little fighting among the crew of the Enterprise, right? Um, Like, you have, like, little fights between Spock and McCoy, and then, like, even Kirk and Scotty would be, like, involved in arguments sometimes. Um, And I think this has to do with the fact that originally the concept was that it wasn't, like, interpersonal bickering so to speak that had gone by the wayside but it was more like universal and societal like eradication of human conflict like you know like sexism racism and classism and things like that like what you mentioned uh before Amir like it's a very liberal show you know um and like Gene roddenberry I think was by all accounts kind of a dick but he was also quite progressive you know like the original series had great representation. You had George Takei as Sulu, Nichelle Nichols as Ahura, you know, two castings of people of color way ahead of its time. But then by the time that, like, the next generation started, this no-conflict mandate got, like, stricter and stricter. I don't know if it's because of his, like, age or his ego, but, like, the stories that a lot of the writers wanted to tell, they had a lot of trouble dealing with this mandate. But then, Rod he died in 91, and then Deep Space Nine premiered in 93, so, like, the writers like Rick Berman and Ronald Moore, they suddenly found themselves with a lot more freedom. But I also think they kept the spirit of Star Trek intact, right? I know.
0: They, they did, and in a way they didn't, right? So, like, you know, the one thing that right earlier shows had in common is that not just the break mandate, but also, uh, you know, uh, exploring strange new worlds, right? And, like, that's not a DS9 thing so much. No. Right? DS9 is a, is a space station. It's stationary. You're not yeah. out there exploring. And so it is different um and it is yeah, it's, it's very different from the other uh, from those other structures.
2: Yeah. I think Deep Space 9 is more about like diplomacy and like war and things like that and it's very very good. I think it's probably my favorite, I think. You got like some all-timer episodes like in the pale moonlight, uh the visitor, you know things like that. They're really good yeah, episodes. There's some, you know? Yeah,
0: there's some yeah. bangers. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so does so does TNG. TNG.
2: Yeah, so does TNG. Really yeah, good of good course. Episodes as well. Of course. So
0: um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but this is good. Like Picard's like surprisingly fun. I was disappointed by Discovery, so I'm excited
2: that there's a Star Trek I can like watch and enjoy again. So yeah, I'm liking this. Yeah, movie. yeah. I'm liking it
1: too. I'm okay with it. <laughs> You're okay with it. <laughs> I, I, I'm having fun. But I guess I guess I would say, like, if we weren't doing this for this podcast, I don't know if I would be watching it. I, I don't know. That. Just because I don't have the investment, I'm constantly confused. Only because, to my own detriment, because I don't know the original series, right? Like, I, yeah. I keep constantly asking myself, like, am I supposed to know this or not? And it's a very frustrating thing to be doing while I'm watching a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know but I, I am having fun i do like the crew especially rios like i love that that character but also what they do with the um EMH's? all those different holograms yeah, yeah that's yeah.
0: really fun i like that a lot actually it's a
1: really neat twist it's fun really neat twist on the emh concept i'm not the biggest fan of like Allison pill's character just because like it was just not crafted well like i kind of saw the twist coming kinda, oh, did yeah you? i wasn't crazy about that either Just because it was just like, there's that scene with Commodore O, and then it cuts away, and the next scene's like, I need to be a part of your crew. And I'm like, hmm. (laughs) Like, that was a weird cut and a weird sequence of events.
2: I was little suspicious then, but during the scene where Dr. Maddox is in the med bay, like, it kept cutting to her. I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah, listening in. Don't fucking
1: leave him with her (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, Yeah. So, like,. for me, it was a little telegraphed, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, I like Allison yeah. Pill, so like I, I'm not... Yeah, kidding. I do like her, too. I, I hope maybe uh, she has a turn in the series. I, I really hope the stuff with uh, Soji and, and Narc's character gets better. Maybe yeah, it will, because I know the next so, episodes yeah. when they finally actually get onto the the Borg ship, right? So uh, yeah. may, maybe once they actually do collide, it will get a lot better. Um, we'll see and i i yeah. honestly I, I missed the the two hands on on the farm like i wish they were actually part of the crew somehow yeah they were yeah pleasant. i like them i like them. yeah, yeah. Very um
2: good. maybe uh maybe allison pill will have a nervous breakdown and cut all her hair off <laughs> <laughs> that was a newsroom nice. joke by the way but <laughs> i don't know if you guys yes. ever watched that show unfortunately i did no oh you unfortunately did. i did <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I like the newsroom. It's a guilty pleasure really? wow. of wow. mine. All right. It's awful. Well, don't get I'm me wrong. About, it's awful. The, I don't know about
0: doing this podcast
2: for it's, anymore, man. It's a very, very bad show. We should do an episode on the newsroom, because I think it's <laughs> <Should> interesting <we? laughs> to talk about. I don't oh, know. God. All right, It's by yeah. far Aaron Sorkin's worst show, but um, I kind of enjoy hate-watching it.
0: <laughs> All right. I can see that. If you're like into like his weird tics and... Like, the thing that he does it could be fun to look at that to and laugh at that stuff i guess
1: my one wish is that moving on you know i don't know how many i think there's what five more episodes left my my hope is that the crew is set now uh, one of the frustrating things of the last five episodes is that the cast just keeps changing in a sense like you know i like the farm hands and now they're gone uh i liked the introduction of seven of nine not knowing how long she'd be there but then now i don't know if she's gonna lead the show but it seems like her character's off the show Mm-hmm. I, I would like this kind of stable crew that I can start investing my my time in, uh, my time and investment and attached to, and attached to. Yeah. And attach to. That's the perfect word. Sorry, that yeah, that's the perfect word. Yeah, I would like a crew that I can attach to, so that I'm not guessing who is on the crew and who isn't on the crew. I don't yeah. know You guys agree with that statement at all? No,
2: or? I agree. I
0: agree. I, I was okay with the whole getting the band back together thing, and then us not knowing who the band was because you know they're all either new or. You know, from the 14-year span that we don't know what Picard's up to. So I kind of like that bit.
2: I kind of like know. that it wasn't just a rehash of the next generation bringing everyone back. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I love that. I, I I think that's like a really that. smart idea. That's
0: smart. It would have been smart. really rough if they brought them all. Back. It would have been really
2: hard yeah.
1: to sustain. The kind of things are better as... Uh... Even the show has a scene where he's like, why don't you just ask LaForge? Right, right. right. To come with you. And they'd be like, yeah. So I like that they, even the show kind of acknowledges that. No, we're yeah. going to have a whole new crew. I just would like the show to tell me who that crew is. Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm still confused. Yeah. Like, I don't know if Seven of Nine is actually on the crew. Like, at the end of episode, episode five, like, I don't know. Because she does give that thing to him, right? That things, like, if you ever need a uh, an assassin or whatever you call it. I'm guessing it's, like, a calling. Like, you can push it and she'll show up or something. I don't know. Like, I was really confused by that, too. Do you know what I'm talking about? That thing that she hands him at the end of that episode? Yeah, episode yeah.
2: Um, also, like... What was a little confusing was that I had no idea that Picard even knew Seven of Nine.
0: Yeah, I don't remember was, when they met, to be honest. Was there well, that, ever?
2: I, I know there's interactions between Picard and Janeway, Captain Janeway of Voyager. Um, there's no indication anywhere that I think Picard knows Seven of Nine. But, I mean, you can hand him. wave that away. Yeah. Like she yeah.
0: knows him, which makes sense because he's famous. And it would make sense that he would maybe heard of her. But does yeah. the show imply that they know each other? Yeah,
1: yeah, go, it, wait, it back doesn't back. bother me
2: that much. I, well, yeah, the show implies that out. they
1: have some kind of relationship, like they've met well, before, yeah. like they have a
0: shared history, history as like former Borg or whatever.
1: But yeah. does it go
0: beyond that? I don't really know.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, to that point, though, Jeff, I mean, Rafi was the audience surrogate, right? Because she also asked the questions like, oh, I didn't even right. know they knew right, each right. other. Like, yeah, that's, that's how I knew that they didn't yeah. know each other. Uh, well, yeah, like... Rafi and
0: Rios do a little uh, work to establish
1: the...
2: Speaking <laughs> of Seven of Nine, you know the guy that she euthanizes or whatever? He's in Voyager. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah oh, yeah, that's, yeah. A um, Voyager? Yeah, that's a character that from Voyager? That's a character from Voyager. I okay, had to
2: cool. read up on that to figure that out, but... I'm like like, like her
0: Borg son or whatever.
2: Yeah, something like that. Kind of, um, yeah. Kind of. Okay, one yeah.
0: thing that this show got me thinking about, this is like a total left field term, but like, I feel like in the other movies and the other TV shows, you don't see much of like, life in, I don't know, the Federation, just like for civilians right. and random people. And I feel like you get a lot of that in this, and it raises a whole bunch of fucking questions that I never really thought about when you're just watching them like, toot around in space or like you know what i mean like you're used to seeing things from the point of yeah
2: like they're so isolated in their yeah uh,
0: yeah vessels and
2: stuff you, yeah
0: you start to think like hey what is it like for an everyday person to you know have to be like teleported across the earth or whatever as a, as a normal way of getting around like what you know like what is it like for people that have like i don't know regular access to starships is just like a thing it raises all kinds of questions that you just have to kind of Put a pin in and be like, okay, just accept that it. it's Star Trek.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and they're like little matter printer things, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, the replicators, yeah. You just think about, like, how like how the hell would that
2: change society,
0: right? Like,
1: All right. <laughs> just as, like, a science fiction thing, how does this work? Is there something that destroys matter, too? Because everything. Law of everything. Yeah, like, <laughs> th- how much trash is in the universe? Yeah, the
0: replicator turns energy into matter. And then anything you don't want, you put back into it, and it turns it back into energy.
1: So they're like a
0: at the level of like matter and energy transformation, they're like a godlike society. Right? Like the ability to do that is like wild, and they just use it to like make Earl Grey tea. Um, yeah. So it's like because
1: <laughs> I just thought, I was like, are, is there just like landfills of plates and cups? Because every time they want a new glass of tea, they also print out a new glass. They also make a cup. You
0: know, a right? cup. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. just like, no, they, the? yeah, they they just turn it back into energy.
1: But okay. I okay. mean,
0: the that's got to know. Of, the level of control over, like, matter that that implies is, like, wild, right? Like, the fact that they can just print whatever they want, it's, it's pretty insane. And it makes you think, like, it makes you think, why does Picard live on a fucking estate where he farms grapes? Like, why is Maddox making chocolate chip cookies from scratch? You know what I mean? Like, You can literally print anything else you want out of those matter replicators, right? Yeah. So it raises all these weird questions you don't think too much about.
1: The one question they brought up was like, if anyone could like, teleport anywhere, why do they need doors? I mean, you don't need to teleport everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, but why not? I
0: mean, presumably it has... Some kind of energy cost or safety or whatever, right? Yeah. It's like like you don't hop in your car to drive from room to room in your house. So I think I think that's
2: the equivalent. I that's guess. the analogy. I
1: think that's but the, yeah, is I there an energy the cost if you're just using the energy and then you also can recycle it back to? En- you know what I mean? Like that's then right? That's the yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, No, if you're making totally the, if, the, if you're the, a uh, society, society like that, we're getting too much into sci-fi logic. Okay, but I just. I had to ask no, that question because totally. I, vi- I was just like, there's got to be so much waste. There has to be a waste planet that we're going to go visit one day. <laughs> All right. We've diverted too far off uh, off the beaten path. But uh, if there's nothing else that you guys have to say, I mean, is that, uh, that bringing kind of a closure to our episode?
0: I think that's it. Star Trek Picard's good.
1: Yeah, go watch it. We
2: like the show. Maybe, you know, Derek, you need to stop being the lone voice of dissent here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, this podcast enforces uh, conformity. Okay,
1: <laughs> it's too much podcast one. opinion. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love Picard. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just like a a lack
2: of sci fi TV because, like, I'm pretty much just a casual fan of Star Trek, right? I'm like, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Uh, but there's such a lack of like really great just science fiction TV that I just gravitated towards this immediately, and I'm glad I picked it up. It's good.
0: Yeah, really it's good. A, I would watch it if it wasn't Star Trek. It's yeah. just some random sci fi yeah, yeah. show. It's it's fun. I mean, you wouldn't have the nostalgia factor and the and the uh, you know the card factor. But um, yeah, yeah, it's I don't know. It's good. It's fun.
2: I do wish that Quentin Tarantino was still doing a Star Trek movie. That would have been <laughs> <laughs> insane. I don't know Dead what that would have been. Storage. Yeah.
1: Now yeah. <laughs> the question is though, you know, he said he's only going to do ten movies in his career. Would you want that to have been his last movie though?
0: Uh, definitely not. <laughs> yeah
1: not. i don't think so if, if yeah.
0: tarantino's only gonna make 10 movies you want each one to be something original that he wants to make yeah you don't like want it to be like a franchise franchise movie. like
2: can you imagine wasting
0: one of tarantino's movies
2: that's like if like, you wanted I'll to think. do something extra i'm all for it but don't make it one of his 10 <laughs>
0: speaking of tarantino we got to do a tarantino episode because he's he's a he's a killer man
2: he, he just had a kid uh, yeah, Did he really? Haters, man. He's, yeah. He's, he's yeah. Oh. I wonder what weird ass fucking name they're going to give him. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you actually think that he's actually going to stick to that 10? Like, I'm really
2: curious. I don't know. I feel like he's going to stick to the 10, but then like down the road, he's going to be like, you know what? I want to make a couple more movies or whatever. I don't yeah. see him like leaving forever uh, behind. I, I mean, he yeah. is 60, right? Yeah.
0: So there's only one more, right? Once Upon a Time was 9? Yeah. Yes. Because
1: yeah. he counts Kill Bill 1 and 2 as one movie. So right. Technically, so, he's...
0: Yeah, it's going to be hard for him to stick with that. Because he's still pretty young. 60, you could still make movies into your 70s, 80s, 90s and shit. So, yeah, just look at yeah. Scorsese. Yeah, I feel like he could easily... Like you said, Derek, go for another 10. Um, one of those should be a Star Trek movie. If he decides to do another 10, sure, do a Star
2: That's Trek fine. movie. That's fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: yeah, not, but not for
2: the 10, last that. one. Yeah, yeah no um, way. No fuck- Alright, one last tangent I want to go to. Completely unrelated to anything. I absolutely hate the Khan reveal in Star Trek Into Darkness.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I've had an argument with my friend about this. I do have one friend who's like a big Star Trek fan. So I did like talk to him about this during that time a big star trek fan or a big star trek Into darkness fan <laughs> no just a, just a big star trek fan in general so okay, like okay, okay. he he was like no like that's a huge deal like it's con i'm like yeah that means nothing to me like you can't just think that that's gonna matter to everybody because it didn't like i wish he was not con and that movie would have been just so much better if he was just like this new character that they created that was just like a badass or whatever Right, I think the problem I have is
2: not with the actual film, but like with how they went about the reveal behind the scenes.
1: Oh, you know, yeah. because his name is Jonathan Harris, he doesn't play. Yeah, John. it's like his
2: name is not Jonathan Harrison. You think like <laughs> you're gonna have a a fucking villain of a sci-fi blockbuster and his name is john harrison get the fuck out of here the whole thing for the press tour was deny 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 yeah right that he was Mm -hmm. not and then you use up all the goodwill in denying that he's con and then when he's con people are like well of course he was fucking con yeah Yeah, Yeah, we told you you. he was con
1: and you lied to us to our face and
2: you know what the same thing with specter the james bond movie where Christoph Waltz was Blofeld oh, yeah, uh, not, not that's supposed, that's supposed that's to be Blofeld or whatever, so and then they
0: yeah, don't bother doing that shit.
2: But I think they're doing it with this new one too. No Time to Die.
0: Where is that a character
2: character? He's supposed to be Doctor No. That's what people are saying. Oh, oh,
1: cool. But I haven't really watched old Bond, um, okay. so I, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's
0: another one we need to do a Bond episode too. <laughs> yeah.
1: That uh, No Time to Die is coming out soon, so...
0: Dude, yeah, i um, psyched about it. I mean, overall, the, the great... Box
1: Cautiously optimistic. Right?
0: Cautiously optimistic. I mean, Casino Royale is just so good that if they can just get another one of those, I'm super happy.
2: Yeah, just end on a high note. Hopefully. Yeah. I don't know who cut that trailer, though. They deserve to be incarcerated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: That trailer is a crime against... Cinema, really? I, think. I don't think it's, it's so bad. bad. It the bad. editing in that thing is so bad. I don't know. I just do not like it. It's just all over the place. All right, we're ne- we're getting really yeah. Off we're track. getting a little off <laughs> tangent. <laughs> anyway, go watch uh, go watch Picard, guys. It's a good show. Yeah, it's a good show. We we recommend it. Derek, not so much. But <laughs> no, no, I, I still recommend. It. I still <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's yeah, it's
1: yeah. worth. I think it's still worth your time.
2: All right, so I guess that will conclude this week's episode. Um, next week is gonna be a big one it's gonna be a doozy next week we are counting down each of our respective top 25 films of the past decade 2010 to 2019 we're going to be talking over each other a lot we're going to be arguing (laughs) um and hopefully we all learn something from each other right Uh, i'm right you're wrong let's go no i'm right you're (laughs) wrong (laughs) The exact mentality we should be going
1: into this with. Yes, that is how you run a podcast.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm excited to come to a consensus 25 best films of uh, the decade list that no one's going to be able to argue with. It's going to be great. See,
2: Amir thinks we're coming to a consensus. I think if we want to come to a consensus, that episode's going to be like 12 hours long. Um, we're never going to come to a consensus. I think we're each going to just... Rank See, our movies and talk about them, and that's. I think we should it, let but... the
1: audience decide. Like, if the audience wants us to come to consensus, like, just tweet at us, email us, like, yeah. let us know. If that's what you want, we will do it. Tell us who has the best list. Who has the best list? Yes, we should have people vote on our list. Oh, it's gonna be bad. Okay, but no, I'm definitely looking forward to next week. I think, um, you know, we've been planning it for a couple weeks now, and I think it's gonna be really fun. Right. So, Jeff, uh, where can people follow you?
2: Uh, you can follow me on strangeharbors.com, dot com, and you can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter and Letterboxed at Strange Harbors. What about you
1: guys?
0: Check out my letterbox; it's just my name. I'm here too, right?
1: And uh, yeah, you can also find my letterbox, my Instagram, and my Twitter all at the wrong day, day spelled D A Y I K. And speaking of our episode next week, I think we're all going to also try to put all of our lists on Letterbox so you can see our full lists on. on on Letterboxd. Uh, I know me and Jeff have it already there. Amir, you probably haven't started yours yet, right? No, no, no. Not yet. We're working on it. Yeah, that's where you'll be able to kind of see our list. Um, but if you like this show, please uh, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, give us a, a good rating. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts because it really helps to get our podcast out to many, many more people um, because we, we definitely want to keep expanding this and keep doing this and doing really fun episodes for you guys.
2: Yeah, and um, if you guys have any questions, comments, suggestions, you can always email us at info at strangeharbors.com. We always like getting mail, and we love engaging with our audience, so
1: feel free to shoot us an email. So until next week. See everyone then. Yeah, see you guys next see week. See you all then.